0: We have a lot to tea to discuss. I got my mug ready. Do you? (laughs) This is BHL's next. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey, what up, what up, what up, guys? This is BHL's next. I'm your host, Braylon T. Happy Sunday. Guys, we made it to the end of the week. I wasn't here last week. It was Easter Sunday. I hope you guys all had a beautiful Easter Sunday. I did. Uh, Me and my boyfriend actually went to church, early morning service, okay? And um, I honestly loved it. I think that if you're like me right now in a place of your life, I feel like a lot of people get into this funk or this weird vibe where you're like, okay, I know I want to do X, Y, and Z. I don't know how I'm going to get there. Or I want to do something. I don't know what it is. You're just in this rut. And I think that when I went to service last Sunday, it just helped me understand because, you know, I am a spiritual person and I do listen to God all the time. I'm so in tuned with him and what he's asking me that sometimes you do have to hone in on what he's. Asking you to do what he wants you to perfect and what he wants you to go hard at with no excuses, you know, stop playing games and just go in for whatever you feel truly in your heart of hearts is what you need to do. And um, I got that message, loved it, and I'm, I'm working on it. Cause you know it's one thing to go to church, you know, every week, and you know service hits you different when you haven't been there in a while. And I'm so guilty for having not been at church in a very long time. I needed to go, and like I said, for anybody who's in this place like me, where you want to do more or you need to figure out if opportunities are even coming your way that maybe you know you can't take in so much, but you need to figure out what's that one thing that you need to do in order to help you grow and to be a better person. That's what you need to do and and to figure out. And um, that journey is going to be beautiful. If you don't know it yet, you're going to find it soon. Just keep having faith and keep being positive. And just the fact alone that you're trying to figure it out and trying to find ways to help you be better that's just the start and that's honestly all you need right now to keep thriving and keep doing great um but on that note let's just write just get into it let's hop into the tea let's hop in to some beef okay <laughs> <laughs> let's hop into some beef and you know i'm pescatarian So, you know, this is the most beef I've had in a while. Okay, so we got Gucci Mane and we have the Migos. They're in a little bit of a a little spat. I don't know, they exchanged a few words. And, you know, when people collaborate on music, when you have, you know, artists collaborating together and they end up beefing or exchanging words or what have you, it seems weird, right? Like, especially when you had, you know, music from Drake and Meek Mill and they were having all the people going crazy and then they got into a beef. It was like, wait, what? You look at them different. For me, I always think about the process in the studio, you know? I wonder if somebody peeps something, you know, in the studio and was like, "Uh, you know, when... When they did X, Y, and Z, it made me feel... I always keep that in the back of my head about who they are as artists, how they are to work with. Because you think about a collaboration, it's kind of a group project. And the group project I'm talking about is I Get the Bag, Gucci Mane versus the, um, versus featuring the Migos. And yeah, you have this wonderful song. Everybody's you know, vibing to it, but you have to wonder, okay, what was the process like in the studio? Especially after Gucci posted something this weekend. Um, I kind of let a, a lot of people wondering what was going on. So if you can see right here, we have LaFlair1017 Gucci Main saying, uh, flashback Friday, the first day I met the Migos at Quavo Huncho and at... Uh, t- why are in takeoff excuse me both uh threw away the fake chains they had on because i gave them them both the two chains off my neck same day offset called from jail and told me to send racks uh to his lawyer to get him out and i did that the same day off our first conversation hashtag no cap hashtag i get the back. hashtag one zero one seven g late glacier gang okay glacier gang And, uh, yeah, that's what we got right now. And then we had Takeoff respond to this. And you know what's crazy is that we never see Takeoff take off. (laughs) No pun intended. We've never seen Takeoff take off. If you look at Nigos, you know, we've seen so much coming from Quavo because not only does he... Give us great lyrics when he's on any Migos track. He's also a producer behind the scenes. He's such a creative. Like, we've gotten ape shit from Beyoncé and the Carters from Quavo, you know? So we've seen Quavo be out there. Offset, of course, talented as well. But we know him, too, in addition to his relationship with Cardi B. And take off... <laughs> Project, you know, his own project, solo project, amazing. But like I said, Takeoff is never really in the media that much, and I think that is why a lot of people not dub him the Michelle of Disney's Child. I wouldn't dub him the Michelle of it. Like you know how people always talk about Disney's Child and everybody like in any group there has to be Michelle. I definitely wouldn't put Takeoff in that in that direction, and I wouldn't put him in that in that category only because, like I said, I think the other two members of migos have been in the media but not not forced you know they're not being they're not like intentionally going on social media and you know talking about all the things that they're doing i i generally get all the information from migos through their music and that's what i do respect about them is that they're not so for the clout and being all up on social media and and showing everything that they got and and you can take that as just as what's happened recently when we have this new artist Little Nas X, an old country road or old country town and you've seen how how he's even gotten the media to pay attention to him when he trolled that maybe there could be possibly Beyonce being on his song or oh this is this is what I feel about Dave East. You know opinion about me however Migos has always been very quiet on social media and has only clapped back unless you bring it to them you bring it right to them they're definitely not going to back down but as far as them being on social media being the first ones to start something and you know be all up on the blog sites that's really not them And that's really not Gucci, which is kind of surprising as how this even started. But let's get back to what, you know, Takeoff, like I said, the the most quiet member of the the group has said. He said, that's Cap, you know that, but I'm so blessed. We're going to leave it at that. Thank you. And Gucci replied as, boy, you Cap, you ain't forgot. So, you know what? I'm just going to give the high road to take off you know I think that he responded great it wasn't escalating anything that was said but it's just like at the end of the day why why Gucci you know and I think that I'll kind of for other people when they look back on it it could stir back to Atlanta and the Atlanta sound and what people are listening to now and it's funny because I was actually going back um back and not back and forth but having this conversation with my boyfriend of as where music is now and how each era like when you look at the 60s and you look at the 70s and you look at the 80s and the 90s like they have an era when you look at the 2000s it's like what is us the millennial generation what is our sound what what do we have and i think that our millennial generation is is. Is shared with a younger generation and because of that there is a split so with the 2000s we have our early you know crazy in love and like in sync and things that we've all listened to as a whole no matter what background you come from no matter what race no matter where you're from these were the songs that we were listening to at the time and it's all inspired by a sound you know and it was a very pop influence sound and that's kind of what made us all on the same page when it came to our music and now when you ask what is the sound now or what is inspired from i guess like 2010 up into now i would say it has a lot of future you know if you look back at future in his career i think that's where you get a lot of our sound and the the hey 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 that like you know that high, that like that's that momentum that groove is all i feel future influenced you know and I'm talking about early future I'm talking about the, the way the Atlanta the Atlanta sound has evolved because I, you go back to Atlanta sound all the way throwback throwback I'm talking about like kryptonite and big boy I'm talking about like when Jazzy Faye was producing that's a different Atlanta sound from what we're getting now and sounds change things change and if you were an artist who was popping during that Atlanta sound where Jazzy Faye and photo shoot and all, all these songs were going around if you're, you were in like TI you were hot at a moment where The Atlanta sound was even more You know followed And people were influenced by it And you're still relevant to now And even though the sound has changed That's where you might If you are a pioneer You might kind of feel like Okay <laughs> Who are these young boys And I've been been on this wave Before the whole world has been on this wave But you know what I acknowledge, you know, Takeoff for taking the high road. I love the response. Keep it classy. Keep it cute. Everybody knows who the Migos is. You know what I mean? You can go all around the world, and everybody knows their music, their sound. They have already put a stamp on it. And honestly, we're just we going to leave it at that, just like Takeoff said, because they don't really need to, you know, they don't owe anything to nobody. They pay their they dues. Gucci, you gifted them the chains. Grateful. And we're going to leave it at that. So now we're going to go on to our next segment that we have. And I just wanted to put our prayers up for John Singleton um, early this week. Or actually, yeah, early this week. We found out that uh, he had a heart attack. Now he's um, in a coma. And, you know, we're just really putting our prayers up. Because we've, we've lost a lot in the community recently. And John Singleton is such a pioneer to help us as a culture be recognized and to be seen on television so much that th- the outlet that he has has made and created has allowed for other black artists to be recognized by white entertainment and so because of his sacrifice and because of his 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 creativeness, his mind, his beautiful mind, we are able to have people recognize black media, black actors and actresses. And so, like I said, John Singleton is a legend. We're praying for him. Um, and like I said, Ice Cube, Regina, Regina uh, King, like we, we so many people, Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice, the list go. The list goes on. He's done even an episode for Empire. Like he's done so many things. And like I said to know this news, all I can say is, I I don't think the world is ready right now to lose somebody who is another pioneer. Because you know, two episodes before this, um, not last. Well, not two episodes, but the last episode before this, I talked about Nipsey Hussle and his passing and how he was an outlet for our community and John Singleton was an outlet for our community. Um, And like I said, I don't know if we're ready to really lose somebody who has had such an impact. But with that being said, this is a time for us as black entertainers um, to come together. And, you know, there's so many people, there's so much that we can do to help you know somebody else, the next person get on, and I truly believe that there is an, another John Singleton. You may be the next John Singleton that has you know a vision, has an idea, a movie, and you want to cast this person, and that person. You might be that person to help you know a whole another generation of Nia Longs and and Ice Cubes and you know Omar Epps and 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 so many. So. Uh, we pray for you, John Singleton, and speaking of Ice Cube and, and everybody else, Ice Cube has celebrated an anniversary, and that is the 25th anniversary of Friday. 25 years, guys, and I'm 23, going to 24, so God should tell y'all something, so congratulations, to ice cube and chris tucker and everybody involved in friday debo what's up uh 25 years and you know what on the 25th anniversary ice cube did post on ig and he said to the 25 years that have flown since the this came out all i gotta say is bye felicia do you want the next chapter kind of leading us on to like what a sequel like not not a sequel because we've had sequels on sequels for friday but like you know, it's been a minute. It's been 25 years since the first one. So are you guys ready for another Friday? Let me know in the comments. I, I would be down. I'm down for every, anything, Ice Cube. I love let me some Ice Cube on camera, okay? But the thing is, everybody wants to know, are we getting Day-Day and, you know what I mean? Are we getting Day-Day and Smokey? Like, are, are we just getting one or the other? What's going to happen in, in this next chapter? What do you guys think? If you guys had to, you know what, this is what I'm going to propose. I'm going to pose this question. If you had to choose for this next chapter Friday, whether we're going to get Smokey or whether we're going to get Day Day, let me know which one you would choose in the comments. This could be interesting. This could be interesting. You can only choose one. Let me know. Let me know. And you can even let me know on Instagram at Raylan And between those two comedians, another comedian was in the spotlight this week. And that is Chris. Rock So Chris Rock posted this joke That I'm going to say personally I'm not really feeling it Because as you guys know You're part of my BHL next family You know how much I love when you used it I was here right here in the studio crying tears when i you know found out about her movie that was going to be her documentary movie that was going to be released into theater so you know i love when houston but let's look at this joke chris rock i had posted right so it's a picture of winning houston looking kind of unbothered kind of frustrated and it says me sitting in a meeting that could have been an email chris rock's caption is hurry up i got cracked to smoke um Personally, I just don't like when people bring, like, you know, bring up instances and the person that they're bringing up is not there to defend themselves. Prime example is, like, Michael Jackson in this leaving, you know, Neverland. Like, come on. The thing, the difference between, you know, R. Kelly and what he's got to go on, at least R. Kelly has, you know, some type of space to defend themselves or, you know... But for you to talk about someone and they're not even here to defend themselves, they're, they're, they're dead, that's just really bad taste. Like there's like really n- nothing to, to be said, especially when they're not even here. <laughs> like, you, I feel like you, you just leave the dead alone. While they're here, they had their time. They did what they did, but you just don't, don't make jokes. Especially in the sensitive climate that we're on. And, you know, Bobby Brown, of course, had something to say with this. And uh, he posted on Instagram as well. He said, during this time of women empowerment, you chose to use your time to try and humiliate our queen. And I honestly couldn't have said it any better. Whitney Houston to me is my queen, my Leo queen. I feel like her, she's in me somehow, some way. But, yeah, you just don't. Just don't. And I love Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? Like last week, I was here talking about uh, the, you know, the Jesse Smollett joke that he had said. You know, and for the NCAA. Um, or actually, honestly, it was a few few episodes ago. But like I said, you know, it, it, all jokes, I get it. But when I feel you touch on somebody who's not here to defend themselves or somebody who has passed on, we just could just leave that in the past and we can just move on forward. Okay, just keep going forward, y'all. And let's just do that going into this week. Because guess what? It's Cinco de Mayo next time I see you guys. What's the Cinco de Mayo plot? What are we doing? (laughs) Where's the tequila shots? Should I have tequila shots? Look, no. Let me know if I need to have tequila shots in the studio. I might have a guest, though. I got to see if my guest is willing to do tequila shots. Maybe, like, a little fun game. It's Cinco de Mayo. Like, what's that? Guys? It's been real. It's your girl, Raylan T, here for BHL's Next. Thank you for rocking with me this week as I got into some entertainment news. As always, follow all things Black Hollywood Live at BHL online. And you can follow me, Raylan T, on Instagram and Twitter at Raylan Taren. Guys, have a beautiful week. Just remember, like I said, just figure out what it is What it is you need to do. And you might know what it is. It's deep down in your mind, deep down in your heart. You feel it. You know you need to do it. You're kind of neglecting it, but just what if you took this week to so just hone on into it and figure out if this is really what you need to do? Who knows what can you know, aspire from, from, from that. So do it. I will, I will see you guys next Sunday. Love you and have a good one. Bye.